passes, hit well, into center field. That one's carrying out at center. It's out of here! Ohtani with a pinch hit home run. At the plate is Mike Trout. The pitch on its way. It's blasted out to dead center field. Out of here. Ball gets away. He's going to break for the plate. Ball game is over. The Angels with a walk-off win here in the bottom of the ninth inning. This is the Angels Recap Podcast, a review of the past week in Angels baseball. Here's your host, Trent Rush. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to the Angels Recap Podcast. My name is Trent Rush, pumped up to be with you as we take a look back at the All-Star festivities, the celebration of Shohei that was the Midsummer Classic this year in Denver, Colorado. What a cool show we got coming up for you today. We're going to talk with Adam Chodzko, the Director of Communications for the Angels. That was Step-by-step with Shohei Otani through the entire process that was being at the All-Star Game, participating in the Home Run Derby. Adam is going to give us some insight and some background that fans never get. I mean, we are getting like true behind-the-scenes, all-access, great, great stuff from Adam Chargego, uh just filling us in on what the entire All-Star Game experience is like from the player's perspective. This this is a, an unbelievable view at just what exactly the All-Star Game is and how the players see it and what they go about. And, and I think for me, when I, when I spoke with Adam when we recorded uh, that interview, it was greater perspective as to, you know, you hear players talk about the demand, but what that All-Star Game experience is like and where they're going and who they're talking to and, and just how fast it all goes, Adam breaks it down beautifully for us. And, and I can't wait uh, to share that with you coming up in a bit. And then after that conversation, you don't want to miss out, uh, Ben Verlander of Fox Sports is going to join us. And, you know, Ben has a great following on social media. Uh, you know, his Flippin' Bats podcast is really cool. I mean, he's, he's a, a fun guy, likes to celebrate the game, is all about the fun. Uh, like Shohei, he's another guy that radiates joy. And that's one of the beautiful things watching Shohei Otani um, it's just it's so much fun watching him but Ben has been one of those people I will say this I think Ben was one of the first national guys to be in on Shohei like right out of the gate and he's been uh, pumping him up on social and uh, of course I mean everybody is now why not what's not to like I mean heck Shohei Otani is at like a Roger Maris pace this season as a hitter and oh by the way he's the Angels ace on the mound too like just it, it, it's phenomenal what Otani is and uh, it, it, Ben has kind of been on a journey to meet Shohei Otani and he got to do it at the All-Star Game and he's going to break down uh, his experience there at the uh, Midsummer Classic all coming up for us on this podcast just a really two really just unique perspectives and and I also think it's kind of fun we got on one hand the guy that was with Shohei every step of the way and on the other hand somebody else that was trying so hard to get to Shohei and um just and, and just two really fun conversations. So that's what we got on the podcast today. Just real quick, uh, I, I do want to talk about where the Angels are at right now. Seven and a half games out of a playoff spot at the moment. We're recording this podcast here on Wednesday morning. Um, look, not ideal. After the Angels just dropped two, two in a row against the Oakland A's, these were games the Angels, quite frankly, needed to win. Um, you also take a look at uh, the four uh, games they lost against Seattle to go two and four in that six-game stretch. 
stretch against the Mariners. Uh, had the Angels gone four and six in that, and maybe they split in Oakland or take both in Oakland, we're all of a sudden looking at this Angels team as being like for sure buyers. Right now, you're really counting on them to make a significant run going up into this four-game series against Minnesota. Then you get three games against Colorado. You almost have to win all of those games. Um, And then you have uh, two with Oakland before the deadline and then two with Oakland after the deadline. But just looking ahead at the next nine days and what the Angels really need to do, at seven and a half out, it's an uphill battle. And it also just continues to leave the organization in some ways in limbo. As to, okay, uh, are you going to be buyers? Are you going to be sellers? How are you going to go about it? Um, I do think that regardless of what happens over the next week and a half, I see the Angels being a team that are going to try to acquire a player at the deadline that they're going to want this offseason anyway. So if you could acquire, if there's a starting pitcher or a reliever or whoever that they're targeting as somebody that they're going to want this offseason anyway, and they're not on an expiring deal and there's team control and they have a chance to get that player in a couple months early, I think the Angels are going to try to do that. I really do. So I could see them being aggressive in that sense. Um, but also, if, if if they're in a position where they're so far back, it's nearly impossible for them to become a playoff team this year. And, and, and I mean, look, it's understandable. Mike, Mike Trout's been out for a long time. Anthony Rendon ha- has been hurt a lot. And even when um, he hasn't been hurt, he hasn't hit to the level that I know so many people know he is capable of and, and what he was able to do in Washington and what we've seen glimpses of. Um, Justin Upton's been out for a long time. So you, you take all of that into account and a a lot of these injuries are just lasting longer than many people um, expected um, internally, externally, everywhere. So that's just kind of the situation where the Angels have been trying really hard and playing good baseball and, and trying their very best to stay at around 500, get a little over 500. It seems like every time they get a game over 500, they end up coming right back. Um, so it, it's been tough for this Angels team. There, there's no question about that. And and clearly there have been some areas in the bullpen that um, have, have not been as effective as they need to be. That's just the reality. And, and Rysel Iglesias has been unbelievable out of the pen, but it's been tough in between getting you know good starting pitching performances and getting to Rysel in the last week. That has been a struggle. I think earlier in the season, we were talking about starters not going deep enough into games and the bullpen being put in bad spots. Now I, I think it's kind of the opposite. I think we're seeing the starters improve and changes to the rotation have been beneficial, but the bullpen is now struggling. So it's been hard to get the starters and the relievers both pitching well at the same time. That's been the, the, the tough go for the Angels. But just as they make evaluations um, as to how to approach the deadline for what's going to be best for the club long term. Um, um, that's going to be something that you know these next you know seven eight games could have a pretty big impact on. Uh, we'll have to see, uh, but clearly you look at the last eight games and for the Angels to go two and six in that stretch. Not ideal, and that was coming off of a series win against the Boston Red Sox. You were feeling pretty good about where the Angels were at. Um, had they won six of eight, boy, what a different conversation we're having today. I'm not sure that at this point you're ready to to push all your cards in and say uh, we're all in or we're all out. I, I think the Angels right now are, are still in that in-between space, uh, but 
regardless of what happens, I do think if there is a player that has team control that they're going to want this offseason anyway, they're going to try to get that player. So even if the Angels end up looking like they're a team that should be selling, they might be a team looking to acquire somebody because they feel like they're still in a championship window. I certainly do. If the Angels were healthy, I would say the Angels are in a championship window. When you got Trout and Otani together in their prime, are you kidding me? Um, it just hasn't. You know, Trout's been out too long. I mean, that, that's just that's what it boils down to. And you can't risk putting him back sooner. And he's making progress and he's getting closer. But you can't bring Trout back sooner. Otherwise, you're putting him at risk for something um, bigger that could happen in the future. He has to be a hundred percent. And if that takes a while, then so be it. That's that's what it has to be. It's unfortunate. You'd love to see Trout back. Nobody wants to be back more than Mike Trout. I promise you that. Um, it's just it's taking longer than I think people thought, and, and that's what it is. I mean, the, the the initial six to eight week timeline that wasn't really ever firm. It's not like the Angels ever set like a firm. Oh, this is the date we're looking at. That never happened. Um, you're just with a calf. You got to be careful especially careful with the calf, especially with a guy like Mike Trout. Like, you can't afford any setbacks. You can't afford for this to get any worse. You can't afford for this to be something else. Take care of it. Get to 100%. We'll get you back on the field when you're ready to go. That's that's it with Mike Trout. And it's just taking longer than I think a lot of people hoped. Um, that that's, that's what it boils down to with Mike Trout. Anyway, okay, now it's time to look back at the All-Star Game. And here is our conversation with Angels Director of Communications, Adam Chachko. All right, this is exciting. We've got Angels Director of Communications, Adam Chodzko, hanging out with us here on the pod. First of all, Adam, it's fun to have you here. I know this is the first time we're doing this, and clearly your role with this organization is massive, and I know that you have all the ins and outs, and you're maybe the busiest person in the building. So uh, thank you for carving out a little bit of time with us. I'm glad I fool you it's- thinking I'm the busiest guy in the building. <laughs> but uh, thanks for having me, Trent. I, I listen yeah. to your show, obviously, every week, so it's fun to be a part of it, it uh, on the air. Yeah, it's fun to have you. Okay. I got to know about this All-Star game and the experience. Because I saw there was the blonde guy in the background <laughs> of every shot of Shohei Otani all weekend long. And I know that was you. So uh, fill me in on sure. just just the, the All-Star experience through your eyes. Yeah. Well, first off, I guess I didn't do my job. As a PR guy, you're supposed to stay behind the scenes. And I got a lot of texts and emails <laughs> saying, that we saw you at the All-Star game. So um, it, it was a lot of fun uh, to go with, with Shohei and Walshie. Um uh, you know, Denver's a great city, and I, you know, we only get to play there every couple of years. So to get there, to go and really enjoy the city for three days um, and, and spend some time with Walshy and Shohei was great. Um, the experience was something else with Shohei. You know, I've gone yeah. to several All Star games with um, uh, with Mike uh, Trout, and I, that, those are always great. And I, and I thought just I'd seen just about everything you could throw at somebody in an All Star game. Um, but boy, with Shohei, uh, as we all know, he's the talk of baseball globally right now, and it was a whole different experience with him. You know, usually when I've gone with Mike, um, you know, the the U.S. media is very focused on Mike, um, and and sometimes some of the Latin American media. But with Shohei, uh, you know, you had the the English media and the Latin American media, and then the Japanese media. Every camera was trained on Shohei, no matter where we went. You know, all the fans were yelling his names. It was. It it was a very fun experience from start to finish, from when we got there late Sunday night all the way through through Tuesday. So, you asked me what you what, what you want to hear about, and I'll tell you about <laughs> well, it. Well, I, I think first I, I be, I'm most curious about like 
We see the home run derby. We see the all-star game. We mm-hmm. see the red carpet. We don't see a lot of the in-between. Sure. And people talk about the demand. And I know sure. that there's there's a, a million corporate demands and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. How does a player like Shohei Otani, who's got the eyes of the world on him, navigate through? I, I, I would imagine there's probably a hundred parties he was probably requested to be at right. that night right. on Monday night. Yeah, so um, MLB, uh, Chuck Torres and Mike Tevan from uh, the broadcasting and PR side of MLB, have been great. Uh, we worked with them closely over the last couple of years at the All-Star Games. They sent an itinerary over for Shohei uh, and, and Jared ahead of time, and, and it, it's pretty much planned down to the minute. Um, and uh, so after he gets to the ballpark, um, you know, he, he's unique, right? I mean, he's, he's going in there as a position player, he's going in there as a starting pitcher, and he's going in there as a home run derby participant. And each one of those things have their own unique things that they have to do. Um, but on, on Monday, when we get there, to the ballpark behind the scenes he gets in he gets settled he's unpacking his bag and and you know there's a lot of clubhouse attendance that that he hasn't worked with before so he's got to find you know the, the simple things where's his cleats where's his where his bats where his weights everything and so he gets in there gets settled and then um and then we head on that itinerary and and there's a lot of demands like you said there's mlb social media's department that's there that needs him for a couple minutes um fox who does the the um uh, the All-Star Game needs him for sit-down interviews. Um, not only do they need him for sit-down interviews, they take him into these cool rooms where they're doing like their hype videos sure. and everything ahead of time. Um, Shohei filmed his um, uh, pregame. They, they do these um, really neat lead-ins to the All-Star Game where uh, a couple years ago, for fans who watched it, saw Trout in the um, DJ booth. Yeah. You know, um, Luckily, Shohei did his ahead of time. They, they brought a car out. The, the theme was driving to, to Colorado, so Shohei did his. Um, ahead of time but so we work through that kind of um, that gambit of, of um, interviews and and um, uh, rehearsals and things like that and, and that's usually where it stops for a player but since Shohei had to or he was doing the home run derby later that day he goes from from that those interviews over to the rules meeting and it was really cool to be a kind of fly on the wall in there you have the the brass from MLB explaining to all the players and the BP pitchers um, what exactly they're going to be doing and how, how, how it's going to go from start to finish he finishes that and then he goes and tries to get some food before he heads out to the workout um, and I think you've been down on the field for, for those workouts, and it's crazy because you're trying to get your work in, but then you have, again, MLB Networks down there, ESPN, Fox, um, MLB Network Radio. There's people everywhere trying to grab you. Right. Um, and um, so I was down there with him, with Grace McNamee from our department. Grace is um, one of my right hands. She's fantastic and, and oversees a lot of the Japanese media um, requests that come in. So she's there um, helping me navigate through um, uh, what we think we should bring to Shohei mm-hmm. as he's trying to get ready not only for again he's he's thinking about the the home run derby in a couple hours right and then he's also thinking about starting starting pitching and then he's also thinking about hitting you know the next day so a lot of moving around um, and then yeah you know Monday night they have the opportunity to go out to different parties whether it be the player association party or um, you know some dinners with their agents or whatever Shohei went out to dinner and then he went home and went to sleep um, Shohei is not really um 
uh, into the the flashy lifestyle. He's very, very simple. I really admire him for that, but he prioritizes his rest. So he went out to dinner with his agent and um, came home and, and, and went right to sleep because he knew he had to get up after taking as many swings as he did yeah. in the Derby. He's getting up in a couple hours and starting on the mound and going through his pregame routine. Uh, that's unbelievable hearing all that stuff. And you're right, the workout stuff, it reminds me of the scene in Rocky 3 when like, Rocky is like, really not quite into it and like right. they're trying to train and he's got like the band yeah. playing and, and people are watching all that stuff. Yeah. Now, I, I get it. I mean, it's it's an exhibition. The Home Run Derby, what's yeah. it really mean? The All-Star yeah. Game, what's it really mean? But an incredible stage. To a point that you, you made or started to make the first time uh, in our first question, uh, the comparing how Shohei Otani mm-hmm. handles the All-Star game, I think people forget he was a first-time All-Star, right, too, right. before everything else. And, and Trout is kind of you know the old guard with yeah. this. The, the All-Star game for so many years has been the Mike Trout game. Right. So how was it you know, kind of comparing the way Shohei went about his business to being there with Mike Trout? Was there any comparison at all? You know, I, I didn't get to go. Mike's first one in Kansas City, I didn't go with him. And um, I'm sure it was similar because you walk into that and, and your eyes are pretty big, you know, because not only the communications department and media department are trying to pull you different ways, but then there's all these autographs you have to sign for your teammates. You know, they <laughs> set out boxes of baseballs for Teoscar Hernandez and and Garrett Cole and all the all the guys that are in there because everybody wants a keepsake um, when uh, when they leave, and um, so I, I you know Mike's first game uh, I'm sure was pretty wide eyed for him and again he, similarly to Shohei you know Mike was a focus with Bryce Harper on right. that one you know um, but um, Shohei because of the demands he has on him physically um, you know he's very regimented and I mean that in a good way mm-hmm. where he has he has his routine that to they has to do to keep himself um, ready for starting and, and hitting and um, so you know he he stuck to that you know he, he didn't he really just treated it like another game which which you have to right um, when you're starting to focus on the second half of the season sure. you, you don't want to mix anything up um, but I will say um, you know he he, uh, he as he's trying to do his pre-start routine and I'm sure we'll get into more uh, on Tuesday um, but um, one thing that was a little different from his pre-start routine in, in Denver is he had Peyton Manning standing next to him while okay. he was uh, getting ready to go. <laughs> he and Peyton were talking about throwing mechanics and um, um, just, you know, Peyton's a big baseball fan, so they were they were just talking through that. So it was really cool to see um, two superstars who admire each other um, talking about their craft. So uh, a little different um, for Shohei um, in his pre-start routine. But as far as Mike and, and Shohei overall, um, you know, Mike, um, bo- both of them have this, the, the, the world moves a million miles an hour around them. They both have this ability to just slow it down um, and and not get too worked up by a situation. Um, and I think that's what makes them successful both on and off the field. So Shohei didn't really, um, I, he enjoyed himself, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he enjoyed himself more than I've seen um, in a setting in quite some time. You know, he, he once he got used to the lights and the sounds and everything that were going on around him, you could see him start to smile. He had a really cool interview on MLB Network with um, 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 Harold. No, not Harold Reynolds. It was um, Pedro Martinez and 
uh, yeah, on the f- down on the field, down yes. The field. And yeah. that's when I started to see the smile. And you could see that was when it started to seep in of where he was um, and really started to enjoy things. So it was that that interview and then the yeah. uh, uh, the red carpet, the purple carpet. Um, he enjoyed that as well. Stopped at a, little, a bunch of different places to sign autographs. And you could see it, it started to slow down for him a little bit and really enjoy it. He, Shohei gave one of my favorite answers ever in that interview yeah. because he was asked, hey, are you nervous? Uh-huh. And he goes... No, I'm not really nervous. I'm more nervous talking with you guys right now because I watch you on TV <laughs> right, all the time, right, which right. is just perfect. Yeah. Like that, it's amazing yeah. that yeah. that Otani said that. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah. I want to get to Tuesday in a second. Yeah. Um, the other part of this, Jared Walsh was there too. Yes, so you have a, a second first time yeah. All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, completely different story. What yeah. a story! 39th yeah. round pick. You know he wasn't voted in. He, he had the the stats backed everything right. up, but right. he plays the same position as Vladdy Jr. Mm-hmm. S- makes the All Star team. I know we were all pushing for it on this show. So pumped that he got there. Yeah. Um, from your perspective, when the eyes of the world are on Otani, and and that all has to go right, and still you're you're trying to take care of another All Star right. too. What's that balance like? You know, while she is great, Jared, I can't say enough great things about him. Beyond beyond his story, right? I mean, he he's he's the the perpetual walk on mentality, you know, where he he's always having to prove himself. So I really admire that that. Um personality he has so I was excited to be able to share that with him uh, but when you go he's the perfect personality for um, you know at the all-star game he was Robin to Batman you sure. know and he was so happy to sit there everybody wanted to talk to him about Shohei and it wasn't just Walshie right I mean every all-star um, for, for those who haven't been to an all-star game um, all the all-stars go sit out at their individual tables um, for about an hour about an hour 45 minutes to an hour and all the media can come up to him and ask some questions so all the local media channels from Kansas City to you know the East Coast to the West Coast go usually just stick to their all-stars and talk to their all-stars about the experience. But from what I was told, everybody wanted to go talk to not only Jared Walsh, but to Garrett Cole and to any other all-star that was out there and ask <laughs> what it was like to, to see Shohei Otani. And Jared um, Jared is so great. I mean, he 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 was he said, I'm, I'm going to go answer as many questions as I can about Shohei Otani, and I love it, you know. Um, and he, he was – while she's great, I just can't say enough gr- great things about him, how proud we are as an organization, as a fan base too, you know, see a homegrown guy um, come up from, from a late-round draft pick all the way to an all-star but he he loved it he had a great time um and we were you know we were down on the field with both of them and then you know Shohei has to go get ready to start so once he goes inside which everybody tries to back away from any starting pitcher just to let them get into their routine before a start so we're out there with with Walshie again and it was so fun to watch him you know he's interacting with all the different players um David Ortiz went out of his way to come talk to 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 Jared to talk nice. about a swing you know so Walshie did was definitely not forgotten uh while he was there but it was two it was definitely two different experiences um and uh, but but both of them were so proud to be there and to be wearing our uniform there, um, so it was it was exciting to to be able to see it through Walshie's eyes too. I'll just say I, I put this out on Twitter. I'll say it again. I- how cool, when you think about the people that have been on that stage mm-hmm. to represent this organization, yeah. and there have been a lot of great all-stars for the Angels, but just in recent memory, to think that, that Mike Trout and mm-hmm. Shohei Otani and this year Jared Walsh to be there, you can't think of like three better dudes. No. Like, like that's, and, yeah. and a lot of you get to all-star game, I would imagine maybe one or two of those guys has an ego no. at the all-star yeah, game, yeah, right? right? But right. but you look at the, at the Angels group, and, and no. it's a, it's amazing every year. It really is. It re- you know, well, uh, 
like I said, Jared, Jared just takes everything in stride. Um, he's, as, as you know, Trent, he's one of your better interviews and, and he's hopefully gold. Our, our fan base, um, really can gravitate towards him because he's, he's a fantastic person. And, and like you said, Shohei and, and Mike for two superstars in the game, there is no ego with those two guys. Um, they, they truly love the game of baseball. The thing that somebody told me at the all-star game watching Shohei to go back to the comparing of Mike and to Shohei, um, both of them do it with a smile on their face. Yeah. This kind of joy um, that that we've all had at a young age of playing baseball or softball. You just they haven't lost that at the major league level, and um, they they have that smile and that joy. So there are no better reps um, for. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. David Fletcher, we all know, should have been at that All Star yes. game. We we all felt that way. And um, but for the three that that were representing us at that game, they are great stewards of our organization and then another one you you, you know not I, I don't I try not to say that I'm old you know I'm, I'm 35 but I when I started with the Angels back in uh, as a, a working in the postseason 2008 Vladdy was here yeah and um, Vladdy Jr. was around and now he's you know standing at first base as an all-star and you're going oh my gosh I remember this guy <laughs> running around the clubhouse so you know it, it, it you, and you feel that tie with Vladdy Jr. as an angel you know, because of his dad so you're you're again as an organization you're proud of that you you have some fingerprints on Vladdy Guerrero Jr. as an Angels organization because he was here for so long with his dad um, so it was a, it was a great experience um, uh, to to be there with those guys but yeah Jared Mike and and Shohei what a what a great group um, to to be uh, repping our, our our squad at the, at the all-star game pretty phenomenal um, I, I don't want to keep you too long because mm-hmm. I know that you're a busy guy but I, I want to get let's, let's go to Tuesday now sure okay so Shohei is getting ready to start yeah. Uh, getting ready to pitch. He's going to hit. Um, if somebody has that lineup card, by the way, could you send that my way? I'd love <laughs> right. to see that. You're probably not getting it back, yeah. but I'd love to yeah. see it. I would imagine there's some cool merch and memorabilia from that day. Uh-huh. Um, I did but, take a picture of that lineup card at one point. Uh, it, that's, that's that's phenomenal. i got to take a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, you've never seen anything like it. No. Um, What's Tuesday like? A game day, but right. a, a very unique game yeah. day. Um, MLB is very good when it comes to the, uh, the game day. They're great through the whole process, but they understand Tuesday you have to let the players get ready um, like normal. So beyond the, the big event early in the day, which is the purple carpet while we were there, um, and Shohei and, and Jared walked down the purple carpet, um, it takes about 35, 40 minutes of their time, and then they head straight to the clubhouse. Um, and for Shohei, um, you know, he, he has such a unique way of getting ready because again he's getting ready as a pitcher and a hitter um, so his routine started pretty early the only thing that that we asked um, that he did for us was he went to um, to talk to uh, Joe Buck um, Tom Verducci Ken Rosenthal and John Smoltz because they were doing the game which is standard um, procedure for the starting pitcher for the all-star game um, so uh, Shohei met with them ahead of time just to kind of uh, get to know you a little mm-hmm. bit more and then they went and talked to Max Scherzer as well so after that, Shohei, um, you know, all the guys were signing the autographs in there. I mean, everybody's coming up to Shohei, um, all the different players. And, th- and th- this is where you, you're reminded of what a global star he is because every um, every all- other all-star is asking him, hey, can you sign this battery? Can you sign this yeah. jersey? Um, the coaches, same thing. Um, so you, it's a reminder of, of – uh, it helps you step back and appreciate what we're watching every single day at Angel Stadium. Um, and, um, and then he, he eats, and then he starts – into his pregame stretching routine um and so he's stretching downstairs in the in the uh, weight room and 
getting ready to go. Then he gets in the batting cage, um, and he hits basically right up until when he goes and throws out on the field. So he goes from a stretching routine to the cage, um, and then that's when Peyton Manning shows up, and okay. he's chatting with Peyton Manning. And, and um, uh, what a great guy that Peyton Manning is, too, by the way. Um, uh, the persona that um, that you see you know, on his interviews, and uh, he, that, that's who he is. Great guy. So it was special to kind of be a fly on the wall for that conversation between he and Shohei and Ipe. And then he goes downstairs, hits in the cage, and then out he goes. Um, and we were there the whole time capturing uh, content for our social team as he goes out onto the field and you hear the crowd. Um, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a, for the most part, that's a National League crowd, right? And um, they don't get to see Shohei very often, but the ovation that he got there, my goodness, uh, people were so excited to see him head out on the field. Um, and, and, you know, for Shohei, what we have to remind ourselves constantly is he has so much expectation on him, not only from from our from the baseball world here in, in the United States, but the entire country of Japan right. is uh, nation of Japan is is so um, they they are so proud of him, and so there's so much weight, especially your first All Star game going against against the best in the game um, that he he wears on his shoulders. But you wouldn't know, you know, and he goes out there and he starts throwing just like he normally would, and he he's in the the um, the bullpen getting ready and and um, during his conversation with with Joe Buck they had to tell Joe because Joe does the player intros on the field you know he, he's the PA and they they had to remind Joe that he was not only was he you know the leading off the game as the designated hitter but don't panic when they when when they show him on the screens inside the ballpark the jumbotrons he's not going to be on the line and Joe goes well Oh, that's right. He's in the bullpen getting ready. You know, your DH and your leadoff hitter is in the bullpen. So they 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 cut to Shohei throwing out there in the in the in the bullpen, and and in he comes. And he and, you know obviously Shohei has to get ready a little bit quicker um, when he's the when he's the visiting pitcher, and then he comes hustling in with with Ipe, and and then they get him his bat, and they get him his elbow guards and a shin guard and his helmet, and and then right out onto the on deck circle to go face Max Scherzer. Good luck. You know? That is that what what incredible perspective. Perspective. And that stuff, Adam, I, only you could share that to, to be with him through the whole experience and yeah. uh, to give our fans that kind of insight. Just really, yeah. really cool stuff. I really appreciate well, it. Well, you know, I, I will say that that um, Jared and, and Shohei specifically, because Mike was back in Anaheim rehabbing, but my, uh, Jared and Shohei, um, are, they just are they love our fan base. Um, I know Jared was very appreciative to everybody who was pushing for him um, on social media to, to get to that All-Star game. Um, I think we knew for a while that Shohei was going to be there, but for Walsh, um, he was very appreciative. I know Joe Madden made some calls to Kevin Cash to get him there, um, but these guys are very proud to wear this uniform on that big stage um, and represent. They know they represent more than just um, the Angels organization and the ballpark here. They, they, they represent the fan base, and as you said, um, two guys there, and, and including Mike as uh, a third guy, um, they, they, they respect um, what the fans are, are expecting out of them yeah. uh, on that national stage so it was uh, it was very very exciting to be a fly on the wall for a couple of days uh, there in Denver and fans can be very very appreciative and are of what they have done to represent this organization yeah. Adam Chodzko thank you so much I really appreciate thanks it thanks for having me Trent I appreciate it hopefully I didn't lull any of your sleep your <laughs> listeners to sleep okay? that, that was beautiful thank you <laughs> thank you you are not going to get insight like that about Shohei Otani and the behind the scenes experience better than what Adam Chodzko can bring so 
So I am so thankful that he gave us some time uh, to be on the show, to share that with us, to be as forthcoming as he was. Uh, that is, that's just incredible, incredible insight and really paints the picture for what the All-Star Game experience was like, both through the eyes of Shohei Otani and through Jared Walsh. Um, Adam can give us a look that nobody else can, so that was pretty neat. Now, on the other side of that, here comes Ben Verlander of Fox Sports, somebody that has made it his mission to go meet Shohei Otani. He's uh, embraced being an Otani super fan, but he does a really good job on Fox Sports, hosts a podcast, the Flippin' uh, Flippin' Bats podcast. I mean, Ben really is doing a great job as a broadcaster, and it's fun hearing just him as excited as he is to see Shohei and to watch something that we all are in awe of, but to hear it from a national voice is unique. So, of course, naturally, we have to bring Ben on the show. So here now is our chat with Fox Sports' Ben Verlander. Hey, this is a special one we got coming on here. We got Ben Verlander, who you guys know for being Mr. Otani Superfan on Twitter. But more than that, he's a Fox Sports personality and a baseball analyst. On top of that, he hosts the Flippin' Bats podcast. Really good stuff. We got Ben Verlander on the line with us right now. Ben, fresh back from Denver. Um, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. Secondly, what was it like being around Shohei Otani in Denver, Colorado? Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Denver was, was incredible. And, and being around Otani, the, the, those few days there, um, you know, you get the feeling it's special. I, I've been to a few All-Star games um, as, you know, family and, and gotten to experience the whole thing. But it just felt different this year. And it's, it's honestly because of him. Um, it just it feels different, and it's really special just being around him and seeing how how he goes about his business. So for you, I know the big mission was to meet Shohei, and you did. And because I, I was watching, I actually was watching Shohei on MLB Network doing an interview, which was great stuff. And then I see in the background, he gets off stage, and there you are standing just off set. And I'm like, well, there you go. Ben's going to get to meet Shohei right here. Um, what was the journey like uh, to uh, meeting Shohei Otani? Yeah, you know, it, it became a whole thing. It became like the, the quest to meet him and and we started you know fox came up with a graphic for and and you know i i've been talking about him for so long even you know before this season and, and on my show on my set i have his jersey like in in the lockers and I, i've been talking about him for a while and you know it just became as he had more and more success this year i just continued to talk about him and people would you know say like oh my god this is your guy, you've been talking about this guy for so long. This this needs to happen. You need to meet him. So it kind of just became this big like thing, and it ended up happening, like you said, right off the MLB Network set. Um, and Adam and Grace actually helped get it done. Um, and right right when he got off, they kind of called me over, and and it was really cool, man. Um, you know, I I feel a closer. You know, I, I just feel close to what he's doing because I tried to do what he's doing in college at the B1 level. I pitched and hit in college um, my first two years. And then after that, I stopped. And I would have told you what he's doing at the big league level is impossible. Um, and so I, I just love what he's doing on the field and as well as what he's doing off the field. He's just he's an incredible guy as well. So it was a really cool moment for me to finally meet him and, and to see people's reaction and feel so close to the whole journey 
uh, it was really cool. So when you're at Old Dominion and you're trying to put together, you know, a start on the mound and uh, you're also trying to be a position player and hit on top of that, what was the routine like? I, I know that, I mean, there's there's a handful of guys. There, there's a fair amount that have tried and had some success doing so at the college level, maybe even in the minor league level, but doing it at the MLB level just hasn't been done. Like uh, out here, Michael Lorenzen at Cal State Fullerton with the Reds now, he was a guy that used to, he would come, he would play center field and then in the ninth inning they call to the bullpen and he and he he comes running from center field takes the mound and he's the team's closer at cal state fullerton um what was your experience like trying to be a a two-way player and doing so pretty successfully at uh, odu yeah you know it's it's so difficult it's almost like double the work because what what you find happens is you, you cut corners here and there like Okay, I need to do this today. Okay, I need to throw my bullpen, so I'll I'll just skip this drill offensively, and I'll skip doing this. And oh, okay, it's time to take BP. Okay, I just won't do this on the pitching side. And and the preparation that goes into it is so insanely difficult to behind the scenes be you know to to be as good as you can be at both. Um, it, it, it's almost, it, it's so difficult to, to put the time in because, like I said, you end up like cutting corners in certain things, and that's where I found myself not being as good as I possibly could at one or the other, which is why I eventually had to stop and choose one. Um, so to see him being as successful as he is, I, I, I know. I, I know the work that's going in behind the scenes, and, and I'm just like, and so enamored by by just how hard he's working to be able to be an all star as a hitter as well as an all star as a pitcher. I just like it's it's so incredible to me because I tried it and and couldn't continue to do it without uh, hurting one or the other. You know, just part of the the nature of being a personality in media in 2021 is uh, the influence on social media, and you see the stuff on Twitter all the time. And um, for you, what has it been like with the interactions with – I know so many Angels fans are are now on board uh, following your stuff because uh, of Shohei and what you've been saying about him. But um, what has it been like being able to interact with fans? I know this is, you know, your first year at Fox. So what what has that been like – uh, communicating with with fans that otherwise would have no idea uh, what you guys are all about, but through Shohei, there seems to be a connection. Yeah, it's been awesome, and and the the response that I've gotten from fans is why you know, like I I played this game at a very high level and played it played baseball professionally for five years and and finished up, but at the end of the day, I'm just. I love the game of baseball. It's my life. I love it. I'm a huge fan of it. And, yes, I know a bunch of the players playing, but at the end of the day, I'm just a huge fan. And to see the response from people saying, like, just thank you for bringing a younger, fresher view to the game. Like, I can can see your enthusiasm and everything you do. That means so much to me just because I – that's what I feel like. I I want to feel – like I'm just the most knowledgeable fan in the room, and I hope my enthusiasm comes off that way. And to hear people say, like, I loved your All-Star Game coverage because it didn't feel like I was watching you work. It felt like you were just – it was like you were just so excited to do it. Um, and, you know, I even had a few people that since, 
you know, like I said, I've been talking about uh, Otani for a long time. And when it became a thing, like the journey to meet him, um, there's been a lot of people following that and wanting it to happen. And, and when it finally happened and we posted that video of it happening, I got multiple people saying, I have no idea why. I don't personally know either of you, but I find myself in tears knowing how cool of a moment this is. And that was so cool for me to just, just to hear fans and hear their responses has been incredible. Ben, full disclosure, I didn't cry when I saw you meet Shohei, but I was happy. I was happy for you. I was, I was, I was happy you guys got it done. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I want to know a little bit more about your journey. And you talk about you know being a, a two way player in college and playing pro ball. So you go from being a professional baseball player to now being an analyst, uh, a broadcaster on Fox Sports. Um, I know that you're a gamer, and I know that that was one way that some folks got to know you and got to show off some of your personality a bit. But what was the journey like for you in making the transition into a brand-new career? Yeah, so I, I finished playing a few years ago, and um, that's you know it was down for a little while. I moved back to Virginia, where I'm from, and I just moved in with some friends there, and then COVID hit. Um, and then at the beginning of, of COVID, I, I started streaming video games, which I, I, I was originally, my roommate kept like being like, kept saying, you're really good at this game. You have the personality to do it. I'm like, why would anybody want to watch me play video games? Like, I just don't get it. But I ended up starting it and starting a, a Twitch and streaming video games and talking to people. And I ended up creating this community of people and it was incredible. And I truly believe it, like it helped me get to where I am now and it helped me feel comfortable in front of a camera and talking and entertaining um, because at the, at the end of the day that's what it's all about is just entertaining people being entertaining um, being charismatic and I really think doing Twitch helped that and uh, you know towards uh, the end of last year um, my my agent I was coming out here to, to Los Angeles and my agent said oh I one of my friends from back home works out there with Fox. Let's see if I can get you a meeting. And I ended up getting a meeting. And at the end of that, we kind of decided that I'm going to, he wanted me to do the Fox sports, uh, world series watch party. So I did that. I hosted the watch party with Nick Swisher, Tino Martinez, Rick and Keel, um, for, uh, what was it? Seven games. Cause I did game, the last game of the NLCS and then all six world series games. And it went great. And it just kind of propelled into, into this job and, and what it is now. Dude, that's awesome! Uh, what a what a crazy good, happy for you success story uh, to to get done like that. Um, man, get it you know, starting on, on Twitch essentially and, and making a career out of this pretty special. Um, you must be pretty good at video games. Um, have you had a ch- who is like the most famous person like you've whooped like you've beat? Ah, uh, that's a good question. So I've played. Um, I, I have gotten. I'm pretty good at MLB the Show, which is what I play and. And my bio for my Twitch account is way better at MLB The Show than I was in real life. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I've played, there's one streamer, his name is Healy. Um, I beat him. And then, I don't know if you know MLB Network's uh, Robert Flores, who also streams. And and we played, and and I beat him as well. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I I can't lie. Yeah, hey, I mean, shoot, good on you. Um, 
Yeah, and, and then, you know, when you get the high-profile matchups to, like, come through clutch and get victories, like, it'd be one thing if you told me, well, you know, I've played all these guys, but they all beat me. I'm like, well, you know, I just don't tell anybody. Uh, different story <laughs> uh, the way it's playing out for you. Uh, ben, let, tell me about the, the Flippin' Bats podcast, because I know you talk about, um, you know, bringing the, the youth to the game and, and also bringing, the, you know, the baseball player perspective. There's a lot of fans that I, I think are our age and close that are, are into baseball. Maybe they grew up with the game and maybe they fell in love with another sport, went away from the game. Now they're coming back to it because, you know, I think that there, there's some folks that are out there that give baseball a bad rap. They go, oh, it's kind of a, an old stuffy, all just historical game. And maybe they get lost and saying, wait a minute, um, they come watch something like, you know, you come watch Shohei Otani or you listen to a, a podcast where it's talking about the fun in baseball and you'll wait a minute. This is actually pretty cool. Um, how much of that is like part of the thought process behind what you guys are trying to do at Fox? Well, that's honestly the whole thought process is I, you know, I was fortunate enough to play this game for a long time. Um, so I do have, you know, insight that more than 99.9% of people in the world, but I also have a lot of relationships I've built up along the way with players. And, you know, I truly feel like baseball has gotten to the point where it kind of, change pages a little bit and it's getting so exciting um with players like Tatis and Ronald Macuna who unfortunately just got hurt and and Shohei Otani and you know I was at the Angels game uh, the other day when on Otani's bobblehead night and I was talking to a, a fan that it was an older gentleman and he'd been there for years and years and he said there's just a different feel in the ballpark these days I've been here throughout Trout's career. I've been here when Nolan Ryan was throwing no-hitters. There's just a different feel now. And that's how I feel about baseball. I feel like it just feels different. And that's what I bring. That's what I want to bring to my show as well. Just it's just showcasing how fun baseball is, having just fun conversations with players. It's, you know, th- that's what we want the conversation to feel like. Um, like, I just, I just had a conversation today with Nick Cassianos, and he's the episode that comes out tomorrow. And I, I almost, I wanted to feel like we're just like two guys hanging out in a locker room talking about whatever it may be. And, and that's kind of the feel of it. And, and that's what I love about it so much is it's just bringing fun back to baseball and bringing you closer to the players and letting you feel like you know them a little bit, because like you said, baseball is changing with, with Otani, with, with, Patis, and it's so fun now. And the unwritten rules of baseball are going out the window. Um, and that's you know the name of my show is Flipping Bats. I mean, come on, it's, and, and that's 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 just the fun we have, man. And, and yeah. I, I have so much fun doing it, and it's been a blast. I, I just love, and again, that's another thing I love about Otani too. And I've said this on, on this show many times. Uh, it, it's not just what he is doing as an athlete. It's that this guy just radiates joy. And, you know, Tatis, same thing. Vladdy Jr., same thing. So it was cool seeing all that at the All-Star game. Hey, Ben, you ever interview your brother? <laughs> I haven't yet. And I don't exactly know how I want to. I don't, I don't exactly know how I want to go about it. Um, you know, to be, to be serious for a second, I've always, you know, he's nine years older than me. He's a future Hall of Famer, and we've always played the same sport. Um, and I've tried to create my own path, and you know that's why I decided to become a full-time hitter my junior year in college. And that year, I became an All-American and got drafted. And, and I just I wanted to have my own path. And, and with this with this career, 
I want to be as successful as I possibly can because of me and because of who I am and because I make people happy and because I'm nice and polite to people. And, you know, and, and this may be a dumb thing, but, you know, having my brother on at this point, I, I just don't know if I want, you know, I, I want it to grow and be successful because of me and who I am, if that makes sense. Ben, it absolutely does. And I, I would say, I tip my cap to you because I felt that I didn't even know that there was a relation. I mean, we see your last name on your, on Twitter, uh, but you have done such a good job at that. I didn't even know that you guys were related. Um, So seriously, uh, what you're doing, it's awesome. I'm a huge fan of yours and I'm excited about all the stuff you guys are doing at Fox. And I'm I'm also really appreciative of all the coverage you guys are doing for Otani. Keep talking them up because we are seeing stuff that we have never seen before. You were one of the first people to recognize, that and uh, it fires me up uh, seeing all the stuff out there in the national media uh, that you've created so much of it. So Ben, thank you. I, I appreciate that a lot, and and you know I'm I'm a big fan of yours, and I'm I'm happy you had me on today. I appreciate it. All right, Ben, have a good one. Thank you so much. All right, man. Yeah. Take care. I love people that are passionate about baseball. I love people that love this game like I do. And to have Ben on and Adam earlier, uh, you're talking baseball junkies. And I know you are too. And that's why you subscribe to this podcast. That's why you're into it. That's why you follow the Angels, whether they're uh, out you know, beating the Boston Red Sox or, or struggling against the A's. Regardless, I know you love the game. And it's so fun watching great players perform at the highest level. And we all got to see Shohei Otani do that at at the All-Star Game. That's going to just about do it for us here on the Angels Recap Podcast. My goodness, an important week ahead for the Angels. And we'll see what ends up happening. Next time we come on, we're probably having a, a real deep conversation as to what the Angels are going to do at the deadline or maybe what they already start doing. Hard to say, but I would imagine a week from now, that's going to be what our conversation uh, is looking like. So we will do that then. For Adam Chachko, Ben Verlander, Hannah Stang, who helps us out behind the scenes, My name is Trent Rush, and most importantly, thanks to all of you. You guys make this show happen. This is why we do this. Tell your friends about the Angels Recap Podcast. Get them on board. Let's have some fun and enjoy and appreciate uh, what we get to see with Shohei Otani every single day. And we'll see if the Angels can make a run. Should be a big week. Looking forward to seeing all of that. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Angels Recap Podcast.